My first day of ballet class was terrifying. I was about five or six years old. I can't remember all of the details, but I remember being frozen right next to my mom. I was not interested in doing any tumbles, and I could not imagine trying to interact with all of the other girls in the room. There was just no way I was going to do it. And I must have pitched quite the fit because my first day of ballet was also my last. Despite the fact that I had a great new leotard and ballet shoes, I would not return to the studio. This is quite possibly my very first memory of quitting. As I dive into my memory bank year after year, I can recall so many other times where I quit. I quit reading books. I quit jazz. I quit the high school production of Cinderella. This is literally how I operated in my life up until recent years. Saying that out loud is so embarrassing. And yet, I'm really glad that I'm having this conversation today because I know that you're probably feeling the same way, that you're a quitter and that is something that defines you. Well, fear not, I am going to dispel that today on the Incognito Athlete Podcast. Welcome again to the Incognito Athlete Podcast. I am Erica, and this is my 100-pound journey weight loss podcast. If you're returning to this podcast, thank you so much and welcome back. But if this is your first time, you picked a heck of an episode to start with. So excited that you're here. So who am I? I am a woman who is out to make change in my life and in the lives of others who are seeking to live a happier and healthier life. In doing so, in doing this journey, I have unlocked the mystery behind weight loss and it is all in our mind. Now, as a wellness mindset coach, I I am truly making it my mission to share all of my lifestyle, mindset, and even fitness tips and strategies with people like you who are so tired of the weight loss roller coaster and seeking that one-way ticket to living your best life. Now, before we get into this, okay, I realize this is a touchy topic, but I want you to stick with me because I have nothing but positive things to say in an episode that is around something so sinister as quitting. Let me tell you what this episode is not about. Yeah, this episode is not one huge motivational speech. No way. I am not going to sit here and tell you that you just have to keep at it. Keep pushing through. Uh Uh-uh, that's not how it works. Through my own personal experience, I have found that that is completely futile. Instead, I have experienced that perseverance is powered by understanding. You have to understand yourself. So that's why in this episode, I'm going to touch on these things. The reasons why we quit. Then we're going to talk about the source of that quitting. I also want to illustrate for you a personal journey of mine from being a quitter to a winner and demonstrate how it's actually possible. This isn't just some BS. Then I'm going to wrap it up 
by covering eight critical questions to ask yourself that will guide you out of your cycle of quitting. You ready for this? All right, let's do this. So first, let's talk about the reasons why we quit. This is unique to every single person, and I might not actually touch on every single one. However, I am going to address a lot of the common reasons. As I go through these, consider for yourself which one resonates as true to you. The first one I want to touch on is the fear of change. Some of us might not actually even want the change. We are just so comfortable in how we're living, how we're operating, and how we think and feel that we don't want anything different. That can be very debilitating and lead to a very quick and abrupt quit. Number two, it might be the fear of the unknown. We don't know where we're headed or heck, we might not even know if we're doing the right things. There's so many unknowns that it's like, screw this. I don't want to waste my time. I'm going to go back to what I know. Number three, the fear of not being seen. We might actually go through all of these efforts, but the idea of no one even giving a crap could be so debilitating that we just throw in the towel. Number four, there's the fear of failure. This one is really common with folks. The fourth reason is fear of failure. This is a common culprit and also one that might be even misinterpreted. I want to bring it up because it is very possible. However, some of these other reasons might be even more strong within you. Okay, so don't be too quick to assume that it's just a fear of failure. It's pretty self-explanatory. So I just want to wrap this up with the fifth reason why we tend to quit. And it's the fear of success. This one is one that is very much related to the fear of failure. And this is why I really want you to look at this. Are you afraid of failing and not meeting your goal? Or are you afraid of what might happen if you actually succeed? For someone like myself even, who has lived a life of quitting and therefore failing, the idea of success almost feels uncomfortable. And so this is something really important for you to look at. But the common denominator between all of these is clearly fear. And for that reason, I really want to dive into this next idea of where this fear comes from. Again, we are seeking to understand so that we can persevere. So where does the, the fear come from? For me personally, I have always found comfort in what is comfortable, right? So for me, it was comfortable to not dance and do something new. It was comfortable for me to not perform. It was comfortable for me to sit on the couch and not go to the gym. It was comfortable for me to be alone than to seek out new relationships or help or friendships. The bottom line is I allowed myself to escape any risk by staying comfortable. Is this ringing any bells with you? The repeated patterns of this made it truth in my head. I won't succeed. No matter how driven I was to go in action and to pursue something different, I more often than not got myself into a U-turn, back into inaction, back to comfort. 
So I warned you, this was a little bit of a deep topic for today. So that's why I want to just take a pause. What is your fear? Which one of the reasons of fear resonated with you? And when you feel the desire to go after something, to achieve something, what emotions are coming up for you? What are you afraid of? No, listen, if you have fear, that's okay. You're not a fraidy cat and you are not weak. You are a human, okay? Fear is a human experience. So what is important here is that we investigate this fear to determine if it's based on fact or fiction. Furthermore, we want to know where it comes from so that whenever those triggers, feelings come up again, we can say, hey, hey, that's false. This is just me running my same course again that's going to set me right back to square one. So let me illustrate this for you by talking about my experience with 75 Hard. So again, 75 Hard Challenge is one that was devised by Andy Frisella. It's completely free. I'll include a link in case you're interested. There are a number of different things that must be completed on a daily basis for 75 consecutive days. If one of those critical tasks is not completed on that day, then the participant needs to go all the way back to the beginning and start over, I suppose, if they choose to. And so in my case, I made four attempts at 75 hard. Again, a little embarrassing, but this is an illustration of how I'm a recovering quitter and that I have worked to get to a place where I am a winner. All right. So let me walk you through this. It's, it's kind of entertaining, actually. And it's very telling. See where the correlations between my experiences and my story align with what you feel and what you have experienced. That's the whole goal in me shifting to a story about myself. All right. So with attempt number one, my want was to jumpstart my weight loss. I had just devoured a whole heck of a lot of Pizza Hut without even thinking about the repercussions and lost complete sight of my weight loss journey. So I felt like I needed to get back on track. I set myself up with success by partnering with my husband. And lo and behold, I proved to succeed for 46 straight days until I failed. I was shaken by an unwelcome and upsetting interaction with a loved one. And I responded to that interaction by seeking comfort. That was more important to me than sticking to my plan. And so I completely reverted back to old behaviors that did not serve my wellness journey, despite the fact that I was more than halfway through 75 hard. Attempt number two was initiated so that I could pick up the pieces and give it another go. I still didn't lose belief in myself and I felt that I could complete this challenge. I set myself up with success by selecting a date that would allow me to complete the challenge before a big trip that I was taking with my husband. Score. It seemed so fortuitous. However, my progress was a mere six days. In looking at my diary notes, I can see that I was really wanting to make this happen. However, I did such a quick turnaround between attempt one and two that 
I think I was a little burned out and I was feeling, still feeling the after effects of my failure uh, from the first attempt that attempt number two was pretty much dead on arrival. Which brings me to attempt number three. The desire here was to channel my newfound confidence by taking on the challenge yet again. Again, I hadn't lost belief in myself, and yet I was still rolling through this cycle of getting excited, but maybe without all my ducks in a row. And that is exactly what happened here. I was so proud of myself for having experienced an opportunity to resolve some matters and emotions in personal relationships. That clarity and peace was not entirely enough for me to be successful. My progress was barely 12 days. I didn't have any other excuses at this point. I didn't have anybody in my way. I didn't have any commitments in my way. I was merely persecuting myself. I was the only person in my way. I was the only excuse left. So of course I resorted back to the only thing that I knew, running away from what was seemingly hard so that I could be comfortable. Which brings me to attempt number four. I got so sick and tired of being sick and tired that I felt the need to really focus on growing my grit. I wanted to rid myself of the weakness that was holding me back because again, nothing else was in my way. So my setup was actually quite fortuitous, ironic, destined even, whatever you want to call it. I reached out to my friend Dolly Baker, who had in the past completed the entire year-long Live Hard Challenge. On that day when I contacted her, she let me know that she was starting 75 hard yet again that very day. Talk about some glitter. Holy cow. I was so inspired that I made the gritty decision to do it too, despite the fact that I was halfway through that day already. And my progress report is stellar. I have not looked back. The airing of this episode, I will be on day 58 with just 17 days left. And here's the really cool thing. I've already set up my days to complete Live Hard with Dolly throughout the rest of this year. So again, I share this with you because it's okay to fail. It's okay to start over again. What I needed to do though is to uncover why I was a quitter in the past. What was I hanging my hat on? What was I afraid of? What was getting in my way? What was I putting in my way? After reaching this point, it is so clear to me that the source of all my quitting was just the excuses and the lies that I've been telling myself my entire life. If you take away nothing else from this episode, I want you to hear this. I am not a quitter and you are not either. This is not something that defines you. It is possible that you have just allowed some excuses, distractions, or lies to guide you to the couch versus the finish line. And this is the best part, actually, of the episode. (laughs) So listen to this part, too. I want to help guide you away from these feelings that you are a quitter, okay? And whether you take down some notes or maybe you tune back into this episode, I want you to walk through, like mindfully walk through these eight critical questions that I assure you will guide you out of that rut and straight to the winner's circle. 
The first three are actually qualifier questions. So if your answer to these is no, then it's really important for you to sit with these until they feel like a true yes. You ready? Let's go over those qualifying questions first. Number one, do you believe in change? It's important that you believe that change is possible in order for you to proceed. Number two, do you believe in yourself? That is a kicker, but equally, if not more important. And number three, are you willing to put in consistent effort? Again, these three qualifying questions are critical out of the gate. Once you feel that these are firm yeses, then ask yourself these final five questions. What do you want to change? Get very clear on that. Why do you want to change it? Make sure it's something deep and not too trivial or materialistic, okay? The deeper, the more meaningful, and the more true it is to you. Question number six is what fears come up for you around that change? It's okay to feel that fear. And it's even more awesome that you are exploring the root of it, which is number seven. Where does that fear come from? Be honest with yourself. Don't place blame on where that fear might come from, but seek to understand how it may have been reinforced in your mind. And the final question, number eight, is what truth or truths reinforce your belief in change? This is where you kind of turn that whole thought process around to something that's more positive. Again, I realize how complex this stuff is, and it's a lot to cover in 20 or 30 minutes. So if you want to see my personal example of how I've answered these eight questions, then I encourage you to visit my resource page at unmaskedwellness.com. You can check out there. Um, to kind of compare to what you're thinking, what you're feeling, to see if you're exploring it in a way that's really serving you well. And then on top of that, what I'm going to include in my resources are unwelcome challenges that you'll actually want to embrace when you commit to quitting quitting, okay? Those are going to be gold for you. It's deep stuff. If you're ready for the challenge, go to unmaskedwellness.com and download it today. One final thing I want to leave you with is if you did answer no to any of those three qualifying questions that I mentioned earlier, I really want you to contact me. Find me on Instagram at incognito.athlete or send me an email at erica at unmaskedwellness.com. We can explore whether working together is something that you're interested in or if there's another resource I can offer you to get you moving in the direction that brings you closer to the health and happiness that you seek. Thank you so much again for joining me today. I love being here for you and I love that you've been here for me. Um, this is very much a two-way street uh, and my, my heart and my passion for helping and guiding others is really reinforced by your presence and your participation in, in this whole podcast experience. I encourage you to reach out to me. I encourage you to share this material. It's all out there for the greater good because all of us deserve to live our happiest and healthiest life. Now go out there and make it a great day. I'll see you next week.